I'm Angie Robertson, and you're listening to Spirit-Led Life, Episode 2. Do you really know who God is? Or maybe you have preconceived ideas of who He might be? Well, on today's episode, we're going to really dive into the attributes or characteristics of God so that we can understand who He is better and who we are better by understanding Him. If you don't want to miss a future episode, be sure to go to spiritledlifepodcast.com and sign up so you will be notified when a new episode releases. Now let's go to the show. Welcome back, everyone. If you listened to the first episode, today's episode is a continuation. We are going to be looking at the attributes or characteristics. Either word, they're interchangeable. You'll see that a lot if you're looking up the characteristics of God. Uh, They kind of use either attributes or characteristics, but they both mean the same word. And we're going to really dive in. There's 19 that I've got here. We're going to do half today, and then we're going to do the other half in episode three. So you'll want to be sure to join us then. If you join us in episode one, at the end of the episode, I gave you a challenge, and that was to write down everything that you think about when you think about God the good, the bad, the ugly. I wanted you to write all of it down. So I hope you did. And if you didn't join us for the first episode, be sure to pause this one now and go listen to that one first. Listen to the challenge at the end. And I want you to go ahead and participate in that challenge and then come back to this episode. And then you can pick up right where we left off. You could still listen to this episode without doing that challenge, but it's just really helpful because I want you to see what your preconceived ideas are about God, who God is. And then today we're going to share the truth of who God is from his word. So let's dive in because we have a lot to cover. But first I want to say, in order for us to really kind of understand who we are, we have to know who God is. So if we go all the way back to Genesis, Genesis 1 and verse 26, it says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. So when we understand who God is, then we can understand who we are because he made us in his likeness. Now, granted, some of these attributes or characteristics like omnipresent and omniscient, some of those things we just can't do on this side of heaven. But a lot of the characteristics like love and wisdom and truth, those are things that we can carry and that we can share on this earth with others. So that's why it's super important that we really look at the characteristics of God. It helps us to better understand who we are. So let's dive in. So the first one I'm going to cover is God is wise. He is infinitely knowledgeable and is judicious with his knowledge. There's a couple of scriptures in the Bible that share this truth. And one of them is Isaiah 46, 9 through 10, Isaiah 55, 9, and Proverbs 5, 19. And I'm not going to read all of these. I've shared them and I'll share them in the show notes. Uh, But I'll read one of them from Isaiah 55, 9. And it says, For as heaven is higher than earth, so my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. So God is a very wise God. And I mean, we can definitely see uh, that played out because a lot of times when we take things into our own hands, it really, you know, we we can muck it up. But when God does it, it always seems to be, Uh, smooth and seamless. Now, mind you, I'm not sharing these in any particular order. So I'm just kind of reading them. I have a stack of cards and I'll link to them uh, from the Daily Grace Co. 
And they're really great. They're called the Attributes of God cards. And so they give you the actual attribute of God. They share with you the scripture references and a little bit of information. So I'm just kind of using these as my guide. Um, I just, I really like them because they're handy and you can kind of pull them out at any point. So the next one is true. God is our measurement of what is fact. By him, are we able to discern true and false? So again, that's tapping into the Holy Spirit that God left us. So we we can actually utilize this through the Holy Spirit. So the scripture references here are John 3, 33, Romans 1, 25, and John 14, 6. And I am going to read the scripture from John 14, 6. And it says, Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So that is true. So God is truthful. He is true. His word is true because he can't be a liar because if he lies, then he doesn't exist. And we know that he does because we see evidence of that through the scriptures. We see evidence of that through our lives. We see evidence of that just through different things that uh, even scientifically, some scientists can prove things of the Bible and Jesus's walk on the earth and all those things. So he is the truth, the way and the life. He is also righteous. So God is blameless and upright. There is no wrong found in him. And we can see this in scripture in Psalms 119, 137, Jeremiah 12, 1, and Revelation 15, 3. And I am going to read Psalms 119, 137, where it says, you are righteous, Lord, and your judgment judgments are just. So he is a just God. I imagine right now that this might be hard for some people just to hear with all that's going on in the righteousness. You know, how can a, a right righteous God and a just God um, see all that's going on? And, you know, I don't have the answers to all that. Again, I'm not a theologian, but what I do know for me and what how Holy Spirit has rectified it with me is that we as humans, God gave us free will. And it's a beautiful thing. And it's also can be to our demise. I mean, it's not that he gave it to us for our demise. It's just that it can cause our demise, if we will. If we look at Adam and Eve and we look at Eve, she had free will. God didn't force her to, you know, God doesn't want to be puppeteer. He doesn't want to be a puppeteer. He wants us to have our own life. And if he, if we wouldn't have that, if we don't have free will. So it's a blessing. And when not lined up with the will of God and lined up with who God is and not tapping into our Holy Spirit, it can certainly cause us great destruction of our own doing. And I want to say that to be clear is that, you know, a lot of destruction can be caused by our own doing or others own doings. Um, And unfortunately, you know, we can get caught up in the crossfire of that as well. Again, I don't have the answers to that. I don't know if that might bring someone comfort because I, I know for me, I sometimes when I first, you know, was learning about the attributes of God and hearing that he's a righteous God and a just God, that that was hard. That was hard for me to hear when so much was going on. But then once I, you know, consulted Holy Spirit about it, he quickly just let me know what that meant. So and in fact, I'm just going to go ahead and read the next attribute, which is just and God governs in perfect justice. He acts in accordance of justice in him, there is no wrongdoing or dishonesty. And we see that in scriptures, Isaiah 61, 8, Deuteronomy 32, 4, and Psalms 7 through Psalms, excuse me, Psalms 145, 7 through 9. And I'm going to read Deuteronomy 32, 4. 
the rock. His work is perfect. All his ways are just a faithful God without bias. He is righteous and true. So the next one is love. God is eternally, enduringly, steadfastly loving and affectionate. He does not forsake or betray his covenant love. John 3.16, we all know that one, for God so loved the world. Ephesians 2, 4-5, and 1 John 4.16. And I'm going to read 1 John 4.16. And we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and the one who remains in love remains in God, and God remains in him. And love. I mean, and that's another one that some people can struggle with as well, is God's love. And especially if you've been uh, struggled growing up and had a difficult childhood, that could be really hard to understand and to sense God's love, which is why we're here, because I'm sharing these with you so that you can start to understand who God is, and you can start to receive and accept His love. And it's so beautiful and a wonderful thing. And I wouldn't be here if I didn't experience it myself. And to know God's love is, is everything. The next one is merciful. God is compassionate, withholding us from the wrath that we are deserving of. And we see that in Titus 3 5, Psalms 25 10, and Lamentations 3 22 through 23. And I'm going to read Titus 3 through 3 5. He saved us not by works of righteousness that we had done, but according to his mercy, through the washing of regeneration and renewal by the Holy Spirit. There he is, the Holy Spirit. I love him. And God's a triune God, which we'll talk about in a future episode as well. We'll talk about that triune God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. There's no way to explain it. One of uh, my pastors at where we used to live um, talked about how it's, it's inexplainable, the triune of God. It's just something that we as humans can't wrap our minds around. But we'll definitely talk about it here on a future episode. So the next one is gracious. God is kind, giving to us gifts and benefits, which we are undeserving of. We see this in 2 Kings 15, 23, Psalms 145, 8, and Isaiah 30, 18. And I am going to read Isaiah 30, 18. I love the book of Isaiah, by the way. It's a very interesting book. I'm, I'm going through it now because it, it's just so meaningful to me. There's some several scriptures in there and chapters in there that just have God has given me that have been very poignant for my life. And it's just a very interesting book. And one thing I will say is what the book of Revelation is for us in the New Testament, it's almost like the book of Isaiah was kind of like that for the Old Testament. So very interesting book. So Isaiah 30, 18 says, Therefore, the Lord is waiting to show you mercy and is rising up to show you compassion. For the Lord is a just God. All who wait patiently for him are happy. The next one is omnipresent. Now, this is one that we as believers, uh, it's, it's kind of hard to do. We can't be omnipresent. That's not something that God gave us on this side of heaven. So, But God is everywhere. His presence is near and permeating. And we see that in Proverbs 15, 3, Psalms 139, 7 through 10, and Jeremiah 23, 23 through 24. And I'm going to read Proverbs 15, 5. It says, The eyes of the Lord are everywhere, observing the wicked and the good. And I, sometimes I, I, it's hard to wrap my mind around that, that God sees everything that's going on. I can't even imagine. And I'm going to kind of geek out here for a minute and be Trekkie. 
for those of you who might be Star Trek fans and the next generation, especially. I'm also dating myself because I love that show. There's so many biblical, like, uns be known. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe Gene Roddenberry, maybe he was a Christian. I don't know. I don't know. I have to check into that. But anyway, I love that show. And I had a mentor. We would do Bible study together. And on Sunday nights, that's when the show came on, when it was live. And we would go over there and he would share with us how that storyline lined up with something in the Bible. And I'll never forget that. And so now every time I watch an episode, because I watch them, you know, every now and then, I always remind, I'm always reminded of the stories that lined up. And I think about there was a character on there. Her name was Counselor Troy, Deanna Troy, and she was an empath. So she could hear, she was a, a beta zoid. That's a, you know, I, I know I'm geeking out. I'm sorry. Um, feel free to skip past a few minutes here, but she was a beta zoid. She was, so she could hear people's thoughts and like everybody's thoughts. And there was one episode where something went wonky and she heard everybody's thoughts. And like, it was so overwhelming for her. It, it just about caused her to go crazy. And I just think to myself, how does God do it? How can he be everywhere and see everything and like talk to me and talk to you all at the same time? Like he could be saying something to me right now and he's saying something to you right now. And it's just mind blowing. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that he's able to do that. And I'm so grateful to receive that. But man, that is just, that always just fascinates me. So we've, we're almost halfway over here. We, we've got one more left and then I will do the next episode so we can kind of, I kind of try to keep these episodes down in time and I don't want to, uh, it could get a little much to read all of these. So <laughs> the next one is Sovereign. God governs over all things. He is in complete control. And we see this in Colossians 117, Psalms 24, 1 through 2, and 1 Chronicles 29, 11 through 12. And so I'm going to read Colossians 117. He is before all things and by him all things hold together. I love that. And I'm going to leave, leave us with that because God is sovereign and he is above all things. I, the church, the same pastor that I was referring to earlier, we did a campaign before all things, and it was putting God before all things in our lives. And how powerful that can be when we put him above things, how he steps in and how we worry less and how we fret less and how when we really put God before all things, it just puts everything in perspective and, and and really it puts all the onus on him. And then he's able to do abundantly above beyond we, whatever we could ask or think. And so making sure to keep him sovereign and holy is always important. So next week, we're going to talk about what the other characteristics are of God. What about that challenge we did last week? Well, first, before we talk about that, I just want to remind you, please like and share this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. It means so much. And if you would be so kind as to share or review, that helps other people to find our pod podcast as well. So thank you so much for doing that. Very excited about joining you each week. So now let's go to that challenge that you did last week. What I want you to do this week is to take that 
challenge in your journal, piece of paper, napkin, whatever you wrote it on, computer. And I want you to look at everything that you wrote down. And I want you to go through what we shared here. And it'll be in the show notes here, the the different characteristics that we talked about. And I want you to see if there is a characteristic that you wrote down of what you thought about God, because that's what you basically wrote down. And see if there's a truthful one that you just learned about on today's episode. And just kind of make a note and comparison about that. And if you want, then you can actually kind of jot some notes. You can talk to Holy Spirit about it. You can just journal about it for the, at this point if you're not really keen into how to hear from God. Then just do a little bit of journaling about your thoughts on it and what how you feel after learning the truth about that. And I want you to keep this list because we're going to talk about some more attributes next week, and you will be able to kind of do the same process again with anything that you might have remaining based on these other ones that we're going to talk about. So join me next week as we learn the other attributes of God. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode, and be sure to tune in each week so we can learn together how to have a spirit-led life.